<laughs> What's swinging, Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Steel Mace Nation podcast. Today with me once again is Frank DeMeo out of Sarasota, Florida. Frank DeMeo is the guy behind Mace Fit, and he's here with us today to talk about the Mace Fit certification for level one coaches that's going off, uh, well, start starting early, 2021, right, right in January. You know, we're moving ahead, as Frank likes to say. And, Frank, you know, welcome back. It's good to always talk to you. And um, recently you gave me the opportunity. You gave me the opportunity to become a level two coach, uh, which is was an awesome privilege. And I, I was like so excited. I, I really wanted that and I, I appreciate it. And um, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But first, tell us what's going on with the MaceFit certification and how people can jump in on this. Sure. That's, um, all the information is on our, my website, macefit.com. But I'm going to give you the um, dates and locations real quick. Okay, January 16th and 17th at Woodall's Fitness and Performance in Clayton, North Carolina. January 23rd and 24th at The Cave in Sarasota. That's my gym. January 30th and 31. That's the one you'll be at with uh, Valerie in Vintage Strength Training in PPAC, New Jersey. And uh, January 30th and 31 down in Miami, Lion Strong. That'll be Lionel and Donnie down there. Um, tickets, uh, registrations are available at macefit.com. Uh, if you're on Facebook, you can go to uh, Macefit uh, Facebook page and you can register there also. Yeah, so this is all happening soon. And, um, you know, as far as the Macefit Level 1 certification goes, I took that. I went through it. Um, but I had to do it online, and I didn't have the opportunity to really do it uh, in a in a two day certification with with a coach right there, and and actually it's several coaches. It's it, this each one of these uh, like I'm going to be helping Valerie Pulaski out, and there's also going to be Miss uh, uh, Rossi there, and so you're going to have multiple coaches. And uh, what's like uh, the attendance for these? It's it's not a lot of people per per class, right? It's pretty intimate, right? No, it's uh, you probably have a uh, six to eight people. That'd probably be it, and yeah. uh, because you know it, it's not um, it's not a giveaway. It's right. not like pay money, get a T-shirt, and go pretend. You got to fight for it, you know. Yeah, and and that's what I liked about your certification. When when I became level one, um, first of all, you know it it's a well structured program, and this is what you need. You know, you need something that's going to hold you accountable. And, uh, I learned a lot about myself just going through the process, but at the end you have to submit videos. Whereas, you know, if people are taking it live, they're going to have to do the movements and take care of all the procedures right there. Um, but you, you know, there's also a written test and you're making sure that your coaches know how to teach this stuff which is super important. It's, it, 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 you have to. I mean, training with maces and clubs, like any type of training, you know, you could do the wrong thing. You could injure people. But 
we're training with maces and clubs here. So you got to really make sure people know what they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, one reason we want to be so thorough is that we want to go beyond just technique. I mean, a person could watch YouTube and learn how to do a 360. That's, that's one small fraction of what we do. Okay. Yeah. We learn how to, uh, to coach, how to coach it safely, and then to, to coach a group doing that. That's, you know, you got to keep in mind the one thing we cover on the level one test that we reinforce it is a uh, Dr. Fred Hatfield's first, uh, law of training and that's a law of individual differences so you'd have to be able to adjust for each person who's there skill wise experience wise health wise uh loads what you're going to put on what they're able to handle and you have to do it safely still challenge them but not kill them yeah and you also have to be aware that while you're focusing on that individual to to help them move along, you still got other people in your class and you have to be able to keep them going too. Like it's, it's a juggling act, right? But you know, that's uh, there's a lot to that. And that's one reason that we're big on addicts, adjustable mixers and clubs, because we, you know, I can have a guy who can swing a 55 pound club next to someone swinging a three pound club and they're doing the same exercise. And then next next exercise we might have to shift, and uh, might be one's got thirty pounds and one's got ten pounds. But it doesn't matter because addicts you can switch them out very fast. And uh, of course now they got the new Mastodon coming out where you can go up to over eighty five pounds. But uh, that's a uh, not too many people are going to be swinging that for a while. But uh, yeah, but yeah, you know, that's most a... people learn with lighter weights, and that's that's what we want. We learn with lighter weights, but the people that. You know, we're uh, starting to work with in more of the strongman realm, so we need to have some real heavy stuff to challenge the big boys, and we have it. So it's good. Yeah, definitely. And and learning with lighter weights is – there's nothing wrong with that. And, uh, I mean, just think about if you were learning bodybuilding or powerlifting, you're going to start off with lighter weights. In fact, I just started dabbling in Olympic lifts, Frank. Um, wow. Yeah, yesterday I was learning how to do a snatch. Uh, a couple of weeks ago I was doing cleans. Shit is hard. It's difficult. You're learning a new skill. Here I am with a bar with two 10-pound plates on it, and um, I'm barely barely doing it. I mean, I'm struggling. I'm sweating. I'm chugging water. I'm like, what? this is so humbling. So it goes – same thing with, with clubs and mace. Um, you start with lightweight and you really focus on your form and, and learning how to proprioceptively connect with your, your tool there, what, what your body's doing. It's really awesome learning a new skill. You burn a lot of calories doing that and it's lightweight. Yeah. I, I remember when I started, uh, it was very, very humbling because I know it's like, you know, I'm not the strongest guy in the world, but I know I could, you know, deadlift more than twice my body weight. And then I took an empty mace and just kicked my butt, you know. And I was like, what the heck, you know. <laughs> yeah. What is this, you know. Um, but, you know, the great thing is, too, is because you can adjust, you can also um, accommodate a, a new person, a weak person, old person, an injured person, 
and then you can accommodate the monsters. You know, you can challenge them too. And they need to be challenged. Yes, right. Yeah, sometimes like the, the big dudes who can do it all, it's like this is like the perfect way to go because they have to drop the weight. They can't do it any other way. You have to start from square one. There's no like meathead handling something. Maybe a few of the outlier guys, like the super strong man or whatever, they could probably crush anything. But uh, for the most part, I mean, you know, it's it's an effective tool in helping develop uh, res resilience in your joints and everything, which strong men need, which everybody needs. Firemen need it, you know. But um, you can't play around with heavy weight until you understand what you're doing with it. And I, that's what I like about it. But, you know, at, at my gym, the cave, we have – <clears throat> we've been teaching powerlifting and uh, novice level strongman for quite a while. And plus uh, Zach Cavendish's underground strength training with lots of, you know, hard body weight and other unconventional types of training. But the favorite class of everybody is mace fit. That's wow. the one. If they could only pick one or the other, they'll pick the mace fit class and still go home knowing they've been severely challenged in a good way. Yeah. Yeah, because it's just it's such a unique experience picking up a mace in a club. And and like I was saying about, you know, your level one certification, it's it's unique. There's not really anything else out there. Um, there's only a couple certifications in, for mace, and yours is like the premier one because it teaches you everything uh, as far as using clubs and mace are concerned. And they're so closely related because then even addicts makes the middle of the arc that the, the, the it's not a, quite a mace, but it's not quite a club. Oh, I'd love that thing. I put 30 pounds on that and I could swing it in my low, my low ceiling basement. It's freaking great. Um, but it's it, the whole level one certification teaches you how to use all these tools. And because you're getting familiar with clubs, it helps with your mace. And because you're getting familiar with mace, it helps with your clubs. And they, they, everything goes hand in hand. And like I said, the, um, the actual package that you get with the certification is comprehensive knowledge that you could carry over to instructing. And if you're already a, a coach uh, and you own a gym or something, this is just another feather in your cap. And, um, you know, you, you already have an understanding of human movement. So this is, this is such a great skill builder, uh, especially if you want to do something that's different. I love it. Yeah, thank you, Fred. But that's one reason we wanted to make sure we had clubs and maces. And like you just mentioned, the arc is like, if, if a person could only buy one piece of equipment, that would be the one to buy. Uh, until they, you know, they, if they get used it, they'll want more anyway, but that's always a good one to start with. But the uh, level level one cert, we definitely want to make sure people can learn how to coach, learn the exercises, and then they have to, during the test, of course, they got to pass the written part. Then they have to be able to demonstrate uh, X amount of exercises successfully, and then they have to coach others through a given number of exercises also that's that's the level one and the level two is harder yet so yes and i went through the level two and that was you, you know what happened with me i was like man frank you know covid my kid school work 
and and like uh you you just kept it simple and and you said fred you know we got to move on we got to press forward move staying still and being caught up in this tornado is not any way and i was like he is so right and i looked at what i had to do all the books i had to read and i said wait a minute i like reading and i like these books what is the resistance here? And I'm like, let's dive in. So I just, I said, look, this is how much things changed for me since I took the certification too. I always get up early. And my first focus was always to get my workout in. Once I get my workout in, I don't care what else happens as long as I get my workout. But unbeknownst to me, I'm grinding, I'm, I'm burning the candle at both ends. I'm getting up early. I'm working out working all day, you know, family life, firefighting. And I'm wondering why I'm tired all the time. So I said, you know what? I'm going to wake up early, but instead of working out, I'm going to read books. And then I'll get my workout in later. I think I'll be able to figure this one out. And that changed a lot of things for me recently because I, I do get up early and work out, but not all the time now. And I put, you know, I put the reading. So now I'm reading David Goggin's book. And uh, I got back on track with that, and I like that now. That's my new thing, Frank. I, I like to wake up and read, get inspired, eat a nice breakfast, and then I'll go work out. And if if I gotta work out eight o'clock at night, I will. So um, that's what's so great about trying something new and pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. And that's what you created with both of these certifications, especially the level two. Where did you get the idea for? doing this because what you want to do is actually create leadership within your organization and uh i love that idea now that's really <clears throat> two-prong back in my earlier days um i moved to florida i when i was training martial arts we had one dojo and it was my sensei and me and almost nobody else because we had just gotten there so together we worked and we eventually ended up running about 14 or 15 different locations over the next few years. So it just, but it took, you had to develop leadership. But the main, the main focus, the main place I learned that martial arts, yes, but not so much as a military. Okay. Military is without a doubt, uh, they want to develop leaders, they want to be bringing them up. You know, they always, you know, in the military, if you're going up through the ranks, uh, say I was an NCO, one thing you got to do is train your people that uh, if you get killed, the next guy can step up and do your job without hesitation. You know, so you got to train people to lead the followers. You know, follow, not everyone can be a follower. That's why they won't be a mace fit coach. <laughs> but the, the leaders, you have to be able to follow instructions first. Like in a military, you've got to be a good soldier first before you can be a sergeant, okay? You've got to be able to follow instructions to the T and get it done on time, their way, when they say how to do it. Then when later on, as you move on up, you have to be able to work with people to have them be able to become good followers and, and develop into leaders themselves. So you got to follow first, then you have to learn how to lead, and then you have to lead. So that's pretty much where the whole MaceFit um, level two came from. And we want people that are um, knowledgeable, but they are team oriented and they're good with people and they're gonna go ahead 
and they're going to be able to um, push forward in times of chaos and not get sucked into the vortex and just get stuck twiddling their thumbs, you know, cringing in a corner watching the news, how horrible it is. Yeah, I love it. That's And, you know, I could totally connect with that because of my line of work. I mean, that's what we say all the time. We, we see something happening on the news and it's like, well, we're not going to panic. <laughs> we, we, we're in this. Let's just go take care of business. Right. The other thing that happens in the fire service is, you know, everybody's happy to get hired and become a recruit and you, you follow orders, you follow orders and you're new on the job and you got a captain and you follow orders, but it, you learn real quick, like, Oh, when the next recruit class comes on, those guys might be coming to me. I might only have a year or two on more than them, but they're going to ask me questions because sometimes that's the way it works. That's the way it works in the military. You don't want to always go to your officer and ask a stupid question. So you go to one of the guys like, Hey, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to piss off the captain. How do I do this again? So you quickly learn like, hey, I can't hide as just a follower here. Uh, the new guys are going to come and they're going to ask me, and I'm going to look like a dumbass if I can't answer one question. So you start stepping up. And then it's kind of interesting too when you a couple of years go by and you got younger guys looking at you and they're like, hey, how do we do this? Or what's this? Or what's that? And then you realize, oh, I got a little audience here. Um, this is pretty wild. Like I didn't expect this and you get right. put on the spot a few times and then it, I don't want to be put on the spot. Then after you start settling in five years on the job, a chief, well, he might just surprise you with a quick little question expecting you with five years on the job to know what's up. So you don't want to get caught with your pants down there either. So it's, it's really, it's trial by fire in a way. Uh, you got to just, you just got to learn and just step up. So it's, it's similar to what you were just talking about. With very similar. That, that's very similar. And uh, in fact, there's few other occupations besides military that would have, you know, law enforcement and firefighters would be the closest in structure to a military uh, service. So that's, yeah, you got to have strong leadership and you got to have, you got to have loyal followers, you know, because they're going to one day become leaders. And what I said earlier, some people wouldn't even be followers. They, uh, people, a lot of people don't want to follow anybody. They want to do their thing. They want whatever. Okay. That's, we're not going to work with them. Okay. No. That's, I don't even let people like that in my gym. If they're uncoachable, then don't come here. Okay. You got to be able to follow instructions and learn and, uh, and you do you have to be able to help the people around you. Sometimes I'm running a class and I have a new person there. And uh, one of the guys who's been there for a while will see he's doing something wrong. They'll just step over and, and, and help the guy. You know, he doesn't even have to ask for help. They're watching. They'll help. And that's the kind of atmosphere we want to create. It's uh, not all about the individual. It's about the team. Okay. It's about moving forward together. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, you're you're cultivating that type of culture in your system. That's kind of rare. Uh, there might be a few other outfits out there doing something similar, but um, that's like a prime focus here. And 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 that's I, I mean that's what I like about. It. And there's a lot of firefighters out there that are that are personal trainers, or they also own a gym. Yeah. Um, you know, and like it's this is like the perfect thing like just uh, i'm testament to it like i could i could fall right into this with you I, it feels natural you know um 
but it's it's also it's also great that people in other lines of work who just want to do something with themselves like be held accountable a little bit you know but be part of a group and and a, like a little bit of a tribe right with so it's um it's got that feeling to it too cuz there's people out there that are very far from wanting structure and discipline they're kind of like free free thinkers and stuff but this is still a good thing because it's just uh it's a system to for fitness but it's grounding right it gives you a grounded kind of sense uh, an anchor if you will so that's pretty cool as far as um steel mace um a, a mace fit one certification and a mace fit two certification um how do you expect the level ones and the level twos to work together okay the, well it's like what we got set up in january with the fourth certification this is giving the new level twos the opportunity to run the certification on their own and it gives the level ones who want to step up and help a chance to assist and get a feeling for they're they're basically shadowing the level two seeing how they're doing it how they're running it and they're going to help they're going to work during the whole thing, the level one and the level two. But it's going to work together. Uh, the level two, so to speak, will be steering the ship. Okay, now in your case, there's going to be two level twos and a level one at the New Jersey certification. Uh, Valerie's been in this thing a long time, and uh, you've been in it for a good amount of time too. Valerie's been in longer, so Valerie will probably, and you and Valerie will steer the ship together and level one will assist both of you and it's not um it, it'll just be good synergy people working together so we want that you know years ago uh they used to have the uh, the journeyman and apprentice system in in the trades right you know and that was a person going to be uh, a cobbler he's going to make shoes and boots we have a new a younger guy come on and watch him and help him and help him kill you know, he can eventually he reach that skill level. You know, that's um, you know, and I know in this country, you know, they had also, you know, had have the union structure and all that stuff, and you know, people got to learn how to do their job right, and so that's how we want to have them work together. That's why the level twos are so important that they have that leadership mentality. Okay, that they know how to lead. Uh, it's not about ego. It's about drawing forth the best out of their team and the people they're coaching. So it's not just drawing the best out of the people that are at the certification, it's also drawing the best out of the other coaches that are helping with the certification. So we want a lot of um, growth for everybody involved. And not, it's not like, it's all about me, like get out of my way, no, we're not gonna have that kind of attitude. Um, we're not gonna put up with it. So people gotta work together and grow together and uh, you know, press on together do you feel that uh the majority of people in in general um do you feel that leadership some form of leadership is is the way to go for them like, you mean the general population yeah like just uh, I, i'm speaking very generally and it could be leadership in anything. Like, do you think leadership is a good thing for most people in general? Like, even if they don't think they want to be a leader? I think, yes, you know, because everybody has a sphere of influence, whether it's negative or positive. 
you know, and you can definitely see that on social media. So the leadership is vital, you know, for any type of progress. I don't care what type of organization it is, whether it's MaceFit or it's a charity or it's a military or it's a, a, a sports team, you know, you have to have leadership. And a lot of people are adverse to any kind of leadership because leadership is accountability also. You have to be accountable. You have to hold other people accountable. So, and that's uh, in this current culture, uh, what, you, what you were calling uh, what so-called free thinkers. That, you know, we want thinkers for sure, uh, especially at level two. But the difference between being uh, a free thinker and being an egotistical jerk who just doesn't want to listen to anybody. Yeah, good point. So we, that's one reason we have the required uh, reading list for level two. And those books are, uh, they're in-depth. They're from real-world experiences of military and sports teams and how they brought things together, problems they encountered, how they overcame those problems together. You know, it's all together, all right? And that's one of the main things we want to get across with the certifications and start laying down the foundation of that mindset that, you know, nobody's going to be uh, on your own, just thrown to the wall, thrown under the bus, so to speak. Yeah. And, you know, the, um, I wonder if we're running out of time here. It just flashed that we're running out. We might have like 10 minutes left. Um, okay. The the thing with those books, <laughs> yeah, the the thing with those books, those books on your list are excellent. And um, one thing I want to point out, because I went through a little, like, existential crisis. I, I'm reading, what is there, three or four books on your list? There's three for now. It might right. grow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so you read three of these books back to back. And it's about big accomplishments and big things. And you're reading about, um, you know, people who have really had major success. And, and, and then, like, I kind of put the books away and, and all these things are wrapping around in my mind. And I think to myself, like, I'm, I, I noticed I was measuring myself up to that level of, of success. And, and I, I kind of think like sometimes you could almost bewilder yourself or, or like th this is the, the other side of the coin to any kind of books like this. It's not about measuring yourself to those people or those levels. It's about getting the message and doing what the best you can, but knowing that you can always dig deeper and find more inside of you, no matter how good you think, or, or, or if you're doing the best 100%, well, maybe you should dig deeper. There's maybe 110%. But a lot of the times, this happens when we team up with each other and we collaborate. That's where we find our extra source of energy or our extra source of inspiration. Um, and, and, that's, and that's, I just wanted to point that out, that I went through a little crisis there where I was like, man, I'm not, I'm not like these people, you know? And um, I, then I said, wait a minute, stop. That's negative thinking. I, that's not, I'm, not, I'm not comparing myself to them. I'm, it, this is all about my fight on this planet. And, and you, it's like a, a runner is competing against everybody else on the track, but you're really competing against yourself. How much, 
how much you're willing on pouring out on that track. Are you willing on going past a threshold of pain you've never even seen before? So that's the inspiration from those books. And then, like you said, it teaches everybody teamwork. And what I also like about it is I could go to any Mace Fit coach and we all read the books. So we have something in common. So when we have, we, we are developing our own language. So when I talk to a Mace Fit 2 coach and we're talking about leadership, I could draw on a paragraph from a book and say, hey, remember in this? And they know exactly what you're talking about. And then your conversation moves ahead and you're able to conquer challenges together because you're, you're drawing on the same stuff together. Exactly, exactly. Very true. And, and you, know, the, you know, the books are, people are facing real life crises, okay? They're, I mean, yes, you had a sports team in one book, okay, rugby, and the other two are both military books, one on SEALs, one on Marines. We're talking about life and death decisions here. Uh, people are, you make the wrong decision and people die, you know? And sometimes even when you have, have to make a decision, a right decision, and people still die, but hopefully not as many. So, but it's like real world situations, how in the world, especially you take um, extreme ownership when they, some of the times when the SEAL team got trapped, basically. It's like an impossible to get out, but they got out and they got out together. So that's, um, that's what we want. We want that teamwork. We want thinkers. We want people who can lead. Yeah, it's awesome. It's, it, and, and, you know, we're, we're talking about coaching and helping people with fitness and um, doing business, right? You know, you're, you're a coach wherever your area is of, of influence, if you want to call it, you know, like, how do I get more Mace Fit customers? How do I do this? You know, this is what the team is all about, to help each other out. Um, and I, I think that's really good because, I mean, there's certifications out there that, you, yeah, you pay your money, you follow a program, you click a few boxes, and it's like, hey, here's your certification. And then it's like COVID hits and you're out there on your own. Well, wh what do you, how are you going to help me now? I mean, like I got a certification. I, I'm toting your brand and um, I paid you money and I'm just sitting out here. I can't even get any customers, you know? And what you came up with was like, hey, screw this, guys. We're going to help each other here. And that, is immensely powerful and that makes your certification 100% worth its weight in gold. It's worth its weight in gold. It's, it's, you are not just buying, you're not buying a piece of paper. You are investing money and it's not that much money either compared to other certifications that are out there. You're investing money into something, into yourself and into the team. And you're not alone. And no matter what happens, we're going to figure this out together because we all want to do well together and we want to support each other. And that kind of support is huge, especially at times like this. Yeah, exactly, Fred. You know, and guys like yourself that uh, just grabbed hold of this challenge and, and worked through it and you won, okay? You got the... Uh, you know, you come out on the winning side. You, you know, you, you tackled the tough, tough certification and uh, you made it, you know. Level two is, you know, a pretty elite certification because, you know, there's a lot that you are 
given a lot of leeway, a lot of freedom, a lot of uh, flexibility, and really just rely on uh, your imagination, ingenuity, and personal discipline to get things done. Um, even, uh, you know, it's like in a military, you follow orders, and then if you don't have orders for a given situation, you take initiative and you make it happen anyhow. So that's what we're yeah. looking for. And, you know, above all, I mean, beyond all the other things we just talked about, Macefit is fun to do, you know? Right. It, yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, it's not like a, we're not recruiting a death squad here. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, the people have a lot of fun. It's our most popular class and uh, people are loving it. And so I just tell people like, check us out, get involved. And, uh, you know, you can learn how to swing a mace almost anywhere, but if you want to go with a comprehensive package and learn how to be a coach and become part of the team and move on with us, uh, we'd love to have you uh, get to one of the four certifications that are coming up in January. Yes, we do have an online certification as a, as always have backup you know, during hard times, but we want to be live and in person in January in four places in three different states. So we're really looking forward to it. Yeah. So it's going to be in New Jersey at, in PPAC Gladstone at uh, vintage strike training. And uh, that's Valerie Pulowski. I'm going to be up there too, along with uh, Christ Christina Rossi. She's going to be there. Um, who I still have to get on the podcast, and we're going to have our group. So that's going to be a great spot if you are in the area. Even if you're I, – I got one guy who's hopefully coming out of Massachusetts, so um, that's great. But if you're in the area, that's a great spot to go because you're going to have three coaches there, and that's going to be almost like you're going to get one-on-one -on -one a lot. So that's valuable. Um, and I know down in um, uh, James Woodall's gym – that's going to be an awesome place to go if you're in North Carolina because he's good. He's good. He's been doing this for a while. He gets it. He's a good coach. He can coach like anything. He coaches kids and stuff. He's, he's just an awesome guy all around. And I think he's got, some, he's got some people helping him with that. And then, of course, your place, Sarasota, what's better than going to Sarasota? And um, I would say if you're in the Florida area, gr grab a spot in Sarasota – and get coached up over there because um, you could go hit the beach afterwards and then there's awesome barbecue in the area. And then Lionel down at, at Lion Strong, Miami, it's an awesome place to visit. And he's got a great gym. He's got so much equipment. It's unbelievable. And he is so strong and he is such a good coach. Yeah. Um, and then Don's going to be there with him. I, how good is that? How good is that? So, yeah, uh, everybody take advantage of this. Uh, Frank, thank you for coming on once again and uh, hanging out and talking with me. I always like our, our uh, chats and um, look forward to them. You're a really smart guy. You know how to coach. And this has just been an awesome experience since I've met you guys and everything. So uh, glad to be part of it. And if anybody wants to hook up with Frank, you know, just reach out. Uh, best place to uh, hit you up again, give, give us the information one more time. Yeah, macefit.com. Everything's there. All right, the Zoom got cut off and we lost Frank, but you heard what he said right there at the end. Go to macefit.com to get all the information you need. Uh, you know, just to fill in a few of the blanks here, Macefit 
certification is like Frank said, it's really fun. It's worthwhile to learn. Um, you know, you, you don't even have to be interested in coaching it. Having the certification is just a really in-depth way to learn a new modality and you could use it for your own training, your own purposes. It's fun. Uh, it's great for athletes who want to better their game in whatever it is that they do. Because uh, it's it's a little different. It could be a game changer. It could be the one thing that an athlete is doing over the other athletes that puts them 1% or 2% ahead of them. So, you know, that's a, a, a great thing to look into. And um, if you're young or old, you know, since the weight is adjustable, you can learn at all different levels. And everybody's nice and everybody likes to have fun. And it's just it's just great. So check out macefit.com. Check out the certification. This was a great podcast. I want to thank Frank again, even though he, he got cut off and he ran away on us. But uh, thanks, Frank, for coming on the podcast again. We'll have him back on the talk shop again in the future. Before I go, the sponsors of this podcast are macefit.com and Vintage Strength Training. We just mentioned those in the podcast. If you want a free coaching call from Frank DeMayo of Macefit.com or from Valerie Pulaski from Vintage Strength Training, you can get one when you purchase a certification or a workout program from, from Vintage Strength Training. You mentioned Fred from Steel Mace Nation, and you could get yourself a coaching call, which is worth gold uh, because Valerie and Frank have tons and tons of coaching experience and information that they could share with you. So I would jump on that. And addxclub.com is a sponsor. And Addx Maces and Clubs are something that I love to use. They're a true quality piece of equipment made right here in America, made in Florida. Support, you know, support your, your local businesses here. You know, stop buying all the Chinese products all the time. I mean, you could grab a few maces from overseas if you want. They're cheap, you know. Get them. But support addicts. It's worthwhile. If you're swinging a mace and you haven't tried an addicts yet, you don't know what you're missing. Get the addicts arc. Trust me. Um, I'm going to – I'm gonna. in fact, I'm going to do a bunch of videos with the addicts arc. I'm feeling inspired. Uh, I haven't picked it up in a little bit. I love that guy. Addicts arc is an in-betweener. It's in between the long mace and the club, and it works great. Use the discount code 360, 360, and um, get your discount from Addicts. Get it delivered right to your doorstep and start swinging. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate you. Appreciate all the feedback I've been getting. A lot of great DMs, comments, and stuff. I'm feeling the love. Um, I got to admit, sometimes the podcast is a little hard to run, and, you know, it's it's just something that I have to really put a lot of effort into uh, at the end of the day when I would rather just lay down and take a nap or something. And Or sometimes I have to get up real early and do these podcasts. It's crazy. So, look, I enjoy doing it. I'm going to keep doing it. I just need to keep hearing from you guys. Please go to SteelMaceNation.com, sign up for the free newsletter. Check out the store while you're there. There's cool shirts there. There's this shirt right here. Okay, it's got Neptune on the back. King Neptune swinging a mace with his trident. It's a cool shirt. Pick one up. Show some support for the podcast. Uh, it'll help me. Um, I'm actually losing money all the time on this podcast. So <laughs> if I could just sell a few shirts here and there, that would be great. That would help me. Um, 
Thanks, guys. We'll see you at the next one.